relative to your audience. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to jump into it. Let's uh, let's go ahead. All right. So, um, so where do you like? So where did you grow up at? You know, like what like what city are you from, and what made you want to start on your entrepreneur journey and seek freedom? Yeah. So uh, I grew up in Northern Virginia. Um, right outside of Washington, D.C., about 20 minutes outside the city. And uh, I lived there my whole life until I was uh, 19. I moved I moved out at 19. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, life was pretty, uh, pretty normal. I was just, um, you know, going to school. Um, I played a couple sports in high school. And uh, that's um, that's pretty much it for my childhood. Um, it was just, you know, sports and school nothing crazy i didn't really have any entrepreneurs in my um circle of influence i didn't really have anybody in my family that was an entrepreneur or anything like that and um you know from there i uh i met an entrepreneur by the name of matt curry and he was a local success story he sold a franchise of auto repair shops for a few million dollars and he was uh, pretty successful mm. and i knew of him because he was like friends with um my dad and like he was just kind of like that one successful guy that was in my town and so everyone kind of knew him and so when i started uh getting closer and closer to college i realized that you know hey i i'm not really sure if i want to go to college anymore you know i'm i think i might want to um do something else and so my options were you know either join the military or become self-sufficient so that um, because my parents weren't going to support me you know um if if i didn't go to college you know what i mean so yeah you know so i had to kind of figure out all right if i'm if my parents aren't going to support me and i'm not going to go go to college then i either need to be able to support myself or like join the military or something and i knew i didn't want to join the military <laughs> so i started researching like you know how to start a business i started coming up with these little business plans and ideas and things that i was you know playing around with and then um, eventually, I, I reached out to Matt and I emailed him and I, I actually bought his book on Amazon first and I read his book called The ADHD Entrepreneur and um, his book really had a big impact on me and so then I reached out to him and uh, he got back to me very quickly and said, hey, Kieran, come meet up with me at my lake house um, and uh, ne- next weekend and so I did that. I went out to uh, this guy's lake house like right on the water, super super nice place and so i went and met with him and he essentially asked me to run his social media for him and like manage his personal brand because he had, he was an author and he's like friends with richard branson and he's you know he's got a, a bunch of cool stuff going on and so That's um, so yeah so he asked me to run his personal brand on social media and so i said uh yeah of course i can do it and one thing that i actually learned from him was to say yes and figure it out later you know so many people are paralyzed by choice right they're paralyzed by um having something out before they take on a challenge and so what matt taught me was say yes and figure it out later and so that's exactly what i did with him um when he asked me if i could do his social media i'd never you know really done social media before i had like an instagram account that i posted like pictures of you know my high school lacrosse games on but that was pretty much it i never really did social media or especially anything marketing related so um that's that's kind of where i got started and you know matt kind of took me under his wing and a lot of uh, doors and opportunities started opening up from there that's pretty good and that just comes with like um law of association right there yeah exactly 100 percent. 
And what you said the name of the book was? The ADHD Entrepreneur. Yeah, I definitely got to write that down. Yeah, just... Matt. So Matt has ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, where you you know you can't really focus on anything. And so,、um, the, essentially, the book talks about how you know people who have attention disorders, or you know if they get easily distracted or they procrastinate, whatever it is, how to use that as a strength rather than a weakness.、Um, and that's what the whole book is about. Man, yes, that's that's pretty good. So, did you have、um, ADHD yourself? I've never been like clinically diagnosed, but yeah, I've always been all over the place. You know, super distracted. You know, never really paid attention in school. So I, I definitely, I feel like I do, and and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do. And、um, you know, that book definitely like helped me realize,、um, you know, that I can use that as a strength rather than a weakness. Okay. Okay. Because I know I was、um, at one point in time in my life I was diagnosed with it, but I wouldn't take the medicine because I hated taking medicine. Yeah,、um, and I just I just stopped myself from doing it because I figured like okay, well, taking this while I'm young and as I get older, if that controls me, I can't control myself. You know how good am I? Am how good am I in the real world by myself? You understand? So it's like yeah, I know like as far as just boxing, it helped big with that.、Um, yeah, yeah. So that's a、um, big definite. So,、um, so what about? So, do you have like siblings, anything yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah so I have、uh, I have two siblings. I have a younger sister and a younger brother. My sister's a freshman in college. My brother is、uh, is in his first year of high school,、um, and yeah, they. My brother is up getting into entrepreneurship a little bit too. He's he actually just developed his first app、mm. um, the other day. It's very simple, a very simple app. But he's learning how to code and and create iOS applications, and、um, I kind of got him into that. And、uh, and my sister is just studying、uh, veterinary medicine in college, so she's not really she's not as much of an entrepreneur. She doesn't really have that gene, I guess. You know. <laughs> Out all differently, you know. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes, so when it comes to entrepreneurship, like, what is your biggest aspiration? Like, what is your biggest goal that you want to accomplish? Like, as far as this journey, besides freedom. Right. Well, you know, freedom is freedom is kind of open to interpretation, right?、Um, yeah. I think freedom is when you're able to do. Things on your own term, and and to be honest, like I really achieved that at like 17 years old. You know, I was my business started making six figures when I was 17, still in high school,、um, and so I I was fortunate enough to achieve you know financial freedom pretty early on. And as a as a 17 year old kid living at home making you know six figures a year, that is. More than enough money to be financially independent, financially free, right?、Um, obviously, you know, once you have a family and all those other things, that's not as much money as it as it is, you know, when you're a single, when you're a single seventeen year old kid not paying rent. But you know, it's all it's all perspective. So like that that level of income gave me financial freedom back then, and then the financial freedom allowed me to have、uh, more time freedom as well, and you know, more location freedom. I was traveling a lot. And so I think freedom is kind of open to interpretation based on you know what kind of freedom it is and you know exactly what you're doing with it. So obviously freedom is a big one. I want to sustain 
the freedom that I currently have in my life because I love being able to work from anywhere. I love being able to travel whenever I want. I love being able to not think about you know how much something costs as much. Obviously, I'm 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 still frugal in a lot of ways, and I still uh you know I still think about you know my. I mean, worry about how much something costs, etc. So that's amazing. But yeah, like like you said, besides the freedom, is I really want to、um, I want to create something that leaves an impact, right? I want、mm-hmm. I, I don't just want to be you know I don't I don't just want to grow a company for the sake of making money or for the sake of any of these other things, right? I want to be able to grow a company that really impacts the world and impacts an industry. And so that's kind of my goal and. Um, I think an important thing that a lot of young entrepreneurs, in my opinion, do wrong is they set their sights on this specific goal. And I think how you know making a specific goal like that actually hinders you a lot of the time because you know if you make a very specific goal, then you kind of close yourself off to other opportunities. And so I think as a young entrepreneur. It's really important to keep your opportunities and to keep your your mind open to new things and to always be learning new things. Because if you're dead set on creating, you know, an app company and you know creating some crazy app and selling it for millions of dollars, right? Then when that doesn't happen, or when an,、uh, when you're working on it and another opportunity presents itself and you pass on that opportunity because you know that this app is going to be the next big thing. That's what might get in the way of your success long term. So, for me, you know, right now I'm building my my digital agency. I coach、uh, younger entrepreneurs on how to to、uh, build their own agency. But again, I keep my options open. I like to learn things and you know dip my toes in different industries and network in different industries and just really make sure that I'm not passing on anything that could further me、um, skill set wise or. Um, just in general, in my general、uh, worldview as a as an entrepreneur, so man, that's pretty great, right there. Yeah, especially when you was talking about the app. I have a friend; she starts working on her app. Um, recently, she just started learning coding, and um, you know, she went to GSU.、Uh, she did the whole college thing.、Um, she was going to school to be a、uh, to be a dentist, but that's not what she wanted to do with her life. That's what her her family wanted her to do. So you know that all that paper, all that paperwork and homework and many different things come with you know mental breakdown, stress, and all that other stuff. But、yeah. to turn out to you know go in debt and you know get this degree but not even use it, so it's like okay, this is what I want to do, but you know kind of get disowned by your family is is something else. But it just goes to show, like,、um, I mean, I mean, like the school, like like the school system. And how they teach and how they've been teaching for years isn't really the best way. Because I say I learned more from self-education and、uh, mentors early on. Because I started reading chapter books at five years old, but nobody put me on that. That was just something that was in me. I even taught myself first.、Yeah. That's so, awesome. And but so there's like a a big、um, difference between you know as far as the formal and self-education and. And I feel like the self-education to take you much, definitely take you much further. And clearly, you know, from like what you're saying, and from the people that are listening to it, can really take that as value and just like rethink the process and what they've been teaching and learning from, you know, what been taught and learning from other people, and look at their background. Like, okay, what they're is what they're teaching me is it working for them? 
man. Yeah. That'd be the you know biggest difference maker to switch their mindset and look for something different. And hopefully this can definitely be an eye opener to a lot of people. Um, but besides that, who's your uh, biggest influences within within your life or people that you even haven't met yet? Yeah. So um, I, I think like my biggest influences have definitely been my mentors. Um, and outside of them, my, my mom's been a big influence for me. She was uh, she's never really been an entrepreneur when I was growing up. But um, the same year that I started my business back in um, early 2017 is the same uh, same time that she actually started a nonprofit, which is the same as a business in every way, except you don't make money. Right. It's a you know, it's a nonprofit. So you're donating the money um, to a certain cause or whatever. Right. So, you know, owning a nonprofit is the same as owning a business in every single way. And so it was really fun to see, you know, my mom, um, my mom and I started our ventures, um, so to speak, at the same time. And she's been very successful um, with that. So she's been a huge inspiration for me. And um, outside of that, my mentor is definitely Matt Curry, my first mentor. Um, and then my second really big mentor in my life was uh, Joe Soto, still is <laughs> Joe Soto. He's a big um, marketing agency owner and uh, he's been super influential in my agency specifically um, in terms of how I've operated my marketing agency and how I've grown and scaled that. Um, and then I have a, a number of other uh, big influences and mentors in my life. Uh, one of them being um, my good friend and mentor, James Burton. Um, and then my other um, friend and mentor, Dennis Yu. He's the owner of, of Blitz Metrics. And uh, that's a massive multi eight figure agency as well. And uh, we're actually partnering up on a project here soon. So all of these people, um, they kind of have influenced me and, and provided value to my life in all sorts of different ways. Um, and so that's been, that's been super key because, you know, having different viewpoints on your journey is important as a young entrepreneur, because, you know, if you only have one person influencing you or one mentor that's telling you how you should do things, then, you know, you're not, you're only getting your information from one place. So the fact that I kind of diversified where I got my information from, you know, I would go to my mentors for advice. I'd go to my friends. I would go to, you know, the resources, books, podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever. I would just try to be a sponge of information whenever I was facing a problem or facing some sort of decision that I had to make in life. You know, I had all these different resources that I could that I could go to to help make a decision. Um, and that was super valuable. So, OK, um, I have another question for you. What was your biggest wake up call as a young entrepreneur and like misconceptions that you had um, for business? Gotcha. Um, I think that, you know what, I, I say this a lot. It's actually really funny. Um, I think my biggest misconception was that people have it figured out. Right. Mm. When, I, when we're kids, right, we, we look at adults and we say, oh, they've got the house. Hello. Figured out. They still don't have it figured out. Right. Mm -hmm. Most the adults that I look up to don't have it figured out. You know, there's all these crazy things with like debt and credit and like all these things and they're all messing it up terribly, you know, and then you look even the successful business people, like a lot of the people that I looked up to in business, 
you know, I, I get to know them better. And I realized that they're not making as much money as I thought they did. Their business is not as organized as I thought it was. And so at the end of the day, I'm not bagging on those people. I'm just saying that everybody isn't quite as um, put together as you think they are as, as a kid, right? You kind of, once you join the real world, you realize that everybody has their struggles and their problems and things that they're still working on. And so that was the biggest thing that I realized um, was that, you know, not any, almost nobody has it figured out, right? I would I would even venture to say nobody at all has it figured out, right? Everyone's, you know, learning and adapting and doing new things. And so I would say that that's definitely the biggest thing that I've, that I've learned, so. That's, that is definitely facts right there. Definitely. Uh, dang. No, that was, <laughs> you're definitely right about that. Cause I know that was, you know, that was one of my, my problems also, even when I had got, cause I had got hit by a car. Oh, wow. And, um, came at me 70 miles per hour. And like, I just had my mind set on boxing as, as my, as my career path. Cause I was going to the next before I got hit by that car. The next day I was going to, to Atlanta to train with Evander Holyfield for boxing. Wow! And um, then, like literally, like the blink of an eye, like literally, car came out of nowhere at seventy miles per hour and it swerved towards me, and it hit me. And next thing I know, I'm fifteen feet in the air, holding my head. Boom! Head hit the concrete hard. I'm just laying on the street, and it was a hit and run. At 10:30 at night, wow. left me for dead on the concrete. But luckily, um, you know, I didn't have any broken bones, no concussions, and no internal bleeding. But as far as the mental trauma, it it left a lot. Then just like from that point, I would say like everything went on like a downfall to me reaching a spot that I'd never been at before because I always been a strong person and had to you know believe in myself. You know, just not growing up without a mother or a father, but just. Yeah like every decision that I made is like, okay, I got to think long-term about this. But from that standpoint, it's like, this is what I've been doing for years then to, to get this big opportunity than a careless driver. And it's getting taken away like that. I'm like, dang. But now it's more so, it's like, um, that like the level of success that yeah. I want to reach is the same. The only thing that's changed is the route. And like you said, we don't have it all figured out because it was like a steady um, situation of where to go, how to go, what to do, or when to do it. And that and and that's why I said like the book that you mentioned was a great book, the ADHD of an entrepreneur. Is that is that the name of it? The AD the ADHD entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just going with for. Or better yet, the way Drake said it in the song, he said, I'm gonna make this decision and don't worry about the consequence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's and that's where it's at. And I see that with a lot of people I may interact with, you know, like throughout throughout the day or anybody I talk to, it's always, it's always um, these problems. So it's like, you gotta find a balance in what to sacrifice and what to go for, but make sure you think about it in a long-term view exactly man yeah yeah that's crazy though you you should tell that story more often like definitely make that part of your brand getting hit by a car and, and like hit and run like that's a super super crazy story that you should definitely leverage more okay i definitely um i do that i recently got into um different entrepreneur networking groups um it's one group that um sean uh you know sean mike kelly right i do yeah he's a good friend of mine 
yeah, he had um, started this entrepreneur networking group, and I just got in it. Um, and that's um, it's it's pretty good people in there. You know, they know this stuff. You know, sometimes you may have you know certain people that you know try to scam people, things like that. But for the most part, it's uh, it's a great value and benefit. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, it's pretty good. So my last question for you is. Um, what is the best besides besides the uh, the freedom and the money and the and also the learning? Let's talk about your travels. Like, what is the most interesting place that you travel? And from that place, you know, like, what did you learn that you and helped you see things differently that you didn't see? You know, just while being in the states. So you're asking, you know, what helped me see things differently? Yeah, outside. Like, what opened your mind when you? when you travel outside of the states like okay okay yeah so i've i've been outside the us a, a few times um biggest thing you know when i travel internationally is that um the way that just from a business sense the way that the different countries outside of the us operate from a marketing standpoint is super interesting to me because um, you know, living in the U.S., we kind of live in a bubble, right? This is one of the one of the greatest countries on earth. We have a, a massive GDP. Um, you know, we have a we're, we're the wealthiest country in the world. Even the the poorest people here are you know wealthy in in comparison to most of the other countries out there in the world. And so um, we do live in a bubble, and even if, even if we don't realize it sometimes. And so um, what's interesting to me is when I travel the world, even other first world countries, right? You know, they all have um, differences in the way that they do marketing in the way that the way that the technology hasn't quite caught up yet um, you know the US and China are two of the biggest companies that are constantly innovating and creating new technologies and a lot of the rest of the world is kind of left behind because of that so you know for example I was in Australia um, a few months ago and um, they barely use Instagram there I, uh, you know, I, I got there and like you and I, you know, we connected on Instagram and that's how you got me on your podcast. And like, it's like, exactly. it's like our platform of choice as, as Gen Z people. Right. So, um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. They're like, they, they're still on Facebook in, in Australia. They don't, they haven't even adapted to, uh, Instagram yet. So it's really interesting to see like how these different countries, they, they're kind of slower to adapt to certain things and, you know, they might, uh, they might not pick up a new platform or a new technology or a new way of doing things for a few years after the U.S. does. So I'd say that's one of the most interesting things that I've realized. And that's crazy right there. Yeah. Um, so what what's the best advice that you can give to kids, millennials or anybody that would be listening to this podcast and you know just like the things they can take away to use for themselves like tact tact in a tactical way yeah on a day-to-day basis to uh break to to begin the mission of breaking free of societal norms and just things that's you know coming at them yeah i'd say don't overcomplicate it um you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have an internet connection, which means that you have every piece of information that you could ever want at your fingertips. So use it, right? A lot of a lot of the kids out there, they want things handed to them or spoon-fed to them because they haven't figured out how to do it themselves. And I'm t- I'm here to tell you firsthand, that's how I learned everything that I know today by self-education. 
and Google and YouTube and these platforms are out there to help you, right? Start listening to podcasts. If you're interested in something, look it up. Don't leave any stone unturned. If you're curious about something or how something works or how a certain business model works, even if you don't want to start your own version of it, just go out there and research it a little bit, especially when you're first getting started out. Information is the only way that you can make an impact and make money in the world, right? And so um, understanding that you have the resources to gather all of that information is the first step. And then step number two is implementing it, actually going out there, gathering new information, asking for help, you know, searching things up that that's that pique your curiosity and, you know, and then doing something with the information too. that's step three, right, is implementing the inf- information that you've learned to, um, you know, start your own business and start making money. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of uh, the, the path there. And, you know, a lot of people just don't take advantage of it. Right. They'd rather just sit yeah. back and and not know those things and, you know, just go the normal route. Yeah, or we'll wait for something magical to happen exactly. when it's not going to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't lead a horse to water, especially when I want to drink. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um. So, do you have, uh, you know, any social media handles you want to uh, put out there for the people to follow you? Yeah, I'm just at Kieran O'Brien on everything. Um. So, K I E R A N. And then my last name is O-B-R-I-E-N. So that's on Instagram and my YouTube channels where I put out a lot of information. And if you guys, you know, for my last statement, if you guys are looking for somewhere specific to start learning about this stuff, head over to my YouTube channel and check it out. I talk a lot about digital marketing and social media and uh, advertising and things like that. And so, you know, if you want to if you want to start learning about this stuff, then, you know, head over to my YouTube channel and you can start learning about it. And, um, and then from there, you'll get all those recommended videos on the right-hand side of other people that teach the same things that I do. And you can, uh, you can just go down the rabbit hole and start learning. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I really appreciate you having me on, bro. This is Newberry TV. This is your host, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share, and leave an honest review. Thank you.